house and I'm in the house bored. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Hello, hello, hello there. This is your favorite podcast duo. This is Devon. This is Anissa. And this is JMT Pod. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Online school is not it. I know I said this last time, but like... Social distancing is not it. I don't know. I mean, yeah. And I'm an introvert. (laughs) See, the thing with this particular thing is that... What particular thing? This whole staying at home thing is Uh no different than my normal summer break. Uh, So... You can't go nowhere. I can't. I can't go anywhere. Um, I usually don't, and I'm uh, oftentimes during the summers I end up grounded anyway, so it's not like I go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, my friends talk to me when they're bored, but I mean, likewise. So, I mean, you need to find ways to entertain yourself, right? And um, I sit around eating and catching up on shows that otherwise I wouldn't be watching. So it's not very different at all besides the fact that um, there are at least three essays due next week. And, um, (laughs) yeah. Okay, okay, no. So the workload is weird because, like, they expect, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, no, it's just, like, normal school. But, like, this is not at all. Like, the workload isn't anything near what normal school was. Like... I mean, I have six classes. I have to sign on to them all of the, like, when they actually would actually happen if we were going to school. But, like, everything is due at, like, 3 o'clock or, like, 5 o'clock. And it's just, like, this is not how things... No. (laughs) I need the time to be able to do it in the beginning of class the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Homework? What do you mean? Like, I'm not going... I'm not going to do it same day. Like, there's a teacher... My third period teacher, she, um... Her period ends at, like, 10.54. And so she has all of, like, the classwork do it, like, 11.59. So she's expecting us to do her work while we're in another class. And it's just, like... Um, <laughs> that's not how this, yeah. how this works. Um, I don't have no school work to do, <laughs> so that's that. Um, but I have been coping as best as possible. Um, I have somewhat gotten back on a regular sleep, sleep schedule. He shaved his head, guys. for the most part. But yeah, but for for the for the, for for the listeners that have seen me, whether it be in person or via social media, I am completely clean shaven and don't have any hair. The social distancing and the quarantine has gotten the best of me because my barber is not an essential worker, um, which I do understand. <laughs> And this is one of our topics we're going to get to on this podcast, this episode, because Lord Jesus, people stupid. Um, but I've been I've been I've been managing as best as possible, being in a house for an extended period of time, only going out to either go to the grocery store or to like run a Home Depot to, to pick up some some supplies to do some stuff um, or just like just literally sitting out on my front porch, my front step just to get some to escape from the children. Yeah. Or hide in there the car. There are four of us. You I, know? Just, I just go hide in the car. Boy, I, say, I ain't know about you. Listen. <laughs> but if anybody out there have more than two kids under the age of six, I pray God's blessings upon you. <laughs> I, I I pray that the Father bless you with patience and and discernment and and all the other good things. Then people who go to church every Sunday know both in bless bless blessings on blessings on blessings. I have 
my youngest daughter, I love her to death, from here to the morning back, but Lord Jesus, from the time she get up in the morning till the time she lay her hair down at night, is non-stop. <laughs> <laughs> She's five, by the way. It is nonstop. Hey, I, I, I honestly believe after all this is over, TG should make a hundred grand a year. Like, I mean, they should have been making a hundred grand a year before. But understanding that, yo, I don't, I can't, I can't wrap my head around being in a classroom with fifteen to twenty five year olds all day from the morning. <laughs> At three o'clock in the afternoon, and having to have the the patience and the mental fortitude to deal with them all day and answer questions and to say no, don't do that. Stop moving. Sit down. Stop touching him. Stop touching her. Do this over here, right like this. Why are you inside. crying? Eat your food. No, you can't eat the turtle. No, you can't lift the rock. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> I have one five-year-old. <laughs> I don't think listen man but you know other than that like I said I go in I go in <laughs> things things chugging right along um, as it is right now um, in terms of the whole quarantine situation um, we can't go outside without mask on you have to have a mask on um, almost all the stores you go to now there's a line for you to wait to get in most of the grocery stores not so much because people kind of calm down a little bit in terms of going to the store and buying up a whole bunch of foolishness <laughs> I still don't understand what the novelty of buying up all the toilet paper was initially, but toilet paper in the grocery store and in places now. Um, we went to Costco the other day um, to pick up some supplies and food and all that jazz, and it was literally maybe like a, a 20 minute line to get in Costco. Also, another thing, there was this woman in line, so the people in Costco was there out front with a bullhorn. Y'all know what a bullhorn is, like a loud horn, the one you hold it to your mouth. Megaphone. And say, yeah, it's a megaphone. Boom, megaphone. And the woman was out there, and this lady was in line. Like she ain't had on no mask, her baby ain't had on no mask, and they was in the line. And the woman's like, "Miss, we are not letting you in the store if you or your child don't have a mask on your face." She ain't said in the Bahamian accent, but y'all get where I get with it. Um, but like, I, it it a lot of the stuff is baffling to me. We can kind of get into. It. We got a couple of topics we can talk about. So before I, let me stop. Let me. I can stop rambling. I can stop rambling. We can get into the topics and and all that stuff. So. Everybody know we've been social distancing since what? March. March? March. No. Mid-March. I mean, that's when my school shut down. Mid-late February. Mm-mm. No, it wasn't that early? Mm-mm. When we get back from, from Vallarta. We went. We got back from Vallarta right before the 11th, right, right before the 11th or 12th. We didn't, we didn't get locked okay. down until two weeks, three weeks after. Okay, so yeah, probably like mid mid March. So for real, like in California, been um uh, ahead a lot ahead on on a lot of terms of what's going on nationwide with the whole social distancing and closing um um schools, schools and closing um, places where people social gather and, and and all that stuff. Um, our governor has and May has been doing a really good job um with with this whole situation. But let's get into our topics. What we got for today? Um, yeah, guys, they're not, okay, let's, let's just say this. What is a pandemic? Yeah. That's our first topic. So what is a pandemic? Yeah, let's ask Suri. Suri, you know. Suri, what is a pandemic? Oh. Here's some information. What is the definition of a pandemic? As an adjective, it means of a disease prevalent over a whole country or the world. Do you want to hear the remaining one? Yeah, man. 
as a noun it means an outbreak of a pandemic disease so that that's that's it in a nutshell a pandemic disease or a disease that's prevalent essentially prevalent over. over over the world globally so uh, i know we talked about this a little bit in our last episode all covid19 but as this thing progresses it seems like Everybody else in the world is getting the memo and understanding exactly what they're supposed to do to get this stuff done and over with. Except for America. <laughs> Italy on, on a reduction. China on a reduction. Like, everybody else, numbers coming down. Except for America. <laughs> and I can't wrap my head around this. It's like I understand that America has this thing of, you know, the land of the free and the home of the brave. And you know they, you know, amendment rights and 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 you know big know. big government tampering and all that stuff. But people are literally dying from a situation, and I've like I've been you know trying to follow it as best as possible, but also trying to distance myself from it because it's a lot of you know it, it can put you in in a really bad state of mind in terms of thinking and, and having to deal with all consuming that stuff regularly on a day-to-day basis um just a lot of information to process but i've been seeing literally people out in different parts of this different parts of this country out doing protests i saw a, a, a photo of a lady with a picket sign saying give me freedom give me debt and she was dressing a whole hazmat suit from head to toe. It's just like, okay, guys. Natural selection. You know what natural selection is? Darwin talked about this, you know. Oh, my gosh. No, Darwin was wrong. He's wrong with natural selection? No. His example of evolution and natural selection, like Darwinism and all of that, wasn't necessarily correct in what it was saying. But. So you trying to tell me stupid people ain't gonna die first? <laughs> That's what I think he was talking about, boys. <laughs> the stupid people and the weak people can die first. Do you think so? Okay, okay, Wait, okay, okay. these people outside protesting with gun, like what you can do? Shoot the virus? <laughs> they show a whole a whole militia standing up in the front of the um in front of the governor office, um oh governor building in in Michigan. Everybody got AR-15. What you got an AR-15 for, boy? It's a respiratory disease. You can dead. Do you understand that? They got to put you on a respirator to keep you alive. What's your AI can do? I don't get it. I don't get it. The dots don't connect for me. And I and I understand it from a certain standpoint. From a certain standpoint, it's like people don't want the government to overreach and dictate to them, especially in a country that's quote-unquote a democracy, right? <laughs> Notice I say quote-unquote a democracy. You know, that's quote unquote a democracy. People don't want the government the government to overreach, but they y'all cashing them twelve hundred dollar checks though. We can get back to that. <laughs> but people don't want the government to overreach and tell them, hey, listen, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't go here, you can't go there. Cause then that's moving i mean, if you look at it in the grand scheme of things, that's then okay, if if we have freedom of you know, freedom of speech, freedom of movement, all that jazz, but now as the government, you telling me that I'm restricted in terms of where I could go, what I could do, how I could do it. 
then that's not really like you're not really looking at things from a democratic standpoint. You more so looking things at like a socialist or or communist standpoint. And I get that part of it. I understand that. Mm-mm, I, I, I don't. No, no, no. I I, un- I understand the train of thought of it. Let me say that part. But in terms of like there are there statistics showing like bro, this is what we need to do for this thing to go away. And you outside talking, but you won't go to the beach. Both for Florida opened up the other day, and they say almost. 20,000 people was on the beaches in Florida. 20,000. Two zero. Here's my um. In a couple more zero. Two zero is just 20, but you all get where I get with that. So, yeah, okay. The people are like, oh my gosh, give me liberty or give me death, whatever. Died I bet y'all don't even know the exact situation that that quote was said in, but okay, go off, I guess. Um, and it's just like, you guys. I don't care if you think it's not democratic. Like, I don't care if you think your toes are being stepped on. People are dying. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you can sit up and cry that you can't take Instagram selfies with your friends at the beach or take annoying pictures of your Starbucks coffee. But, like, people are dying. Like, you still have options. You still can go out and do things that you need to do. It's not like they're they're telling you to stay home because they feel like it. It's not like they're telling you to stay home because that's just like, oh, well, um, I don't feel like really running a community right now, so why don't you guys have a curfew, okay? Okay. No. No. Like, people, like, if you're, like, ugh. <laughs> like, it no. doesn't, it doesn't, what, what you think about your freedoms doesn't matter when people are dying. That is how I feel about it. If you're going to be upset that you can't go to your local park and calm down, that you can't go to your beach, set up in the backyard. This is the perfect time for to be creative. And if you say that you're not creative, that you're not boring, there's a first time for everything. This is a perfect time to learn. You don't have to sit up and be upset because you can't go upside. Okay? You don't have to sit up and be upset because summer is coming and it's going to get hot and you're mad that you're going to be stuck in the house. I'm mad, buddy. I know about you, but... I'm upset too, but guess what? <laughs> I'm not outside picketing because I know that I'm going to be putting other people at risk. I know that there are other people that are sick and there are other people that are dying. Are y'all even thinking about the other families out there that are sick, that are out here having to worry about their older, their, their grandmother or their old aunt? And y'all are upset because you can't do your recreational activities? You know why I didn't think about none of that? Because Fox News, and I, yeah, you're saying Fox News because that's exactly who it is. Stupid people over at Fox and Agent Orange out here telling people that this pandemic is not as serious as it is. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, I was trying to figure out, like, what people's train of thought was. Like, okay, okay, I don't, the, the, I guess say the dots wasn't connected for me. And then I watched newscasts from Fox and I say, haha. I get it. I get it now. And then you look at the type of people that's out during the protest. Like, I was watching a clip from your boy that does The Daily Show. Um, what do you name is? Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. That's my boy. I was watching a clip from Trevor Noah, and he had showed a clip from some people down in Sarasota, I think it was, in Florida. Dude was picking in with a Confederate flag. Hey, bro, what you got a Confederate flag for? If you talking about, you want, I, they don't make, it don't make sense. But it's like, I can say, it's a certain type of people that's out during, you know, during what they're doing. But, boss, the numbers, the numbers show, like, 
America is the only country right now that's literally still ticking up. I, no, let me don't say that. I don't know the exact numbers, but from what I've seen, everyone else, America is surpassed in terms of people that have contracted COVID-19. Listen, I know that America always wants to be first, but this is not it. Okay, we don't have to win. Land everything. of the free home of the brave, wait. We don't have you to even get it right. We don't have to win everything, okay? Okay, we don't have to. Okay, no, listen. So, yeah, land of the free, home of the brave. That's great. Patriotic, amazing. Love the country, America. Right? God bless it if it's good to you. But, um, I have to America, say. America, please take my hand. That oftentimes it feels like that land of the free is in air quotes. Hey, tie back. First episode. Haven't listened to it. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> Silly. But yeah, that, like I literally, one of the essays that I've been having to write, um, one of the essays that I'm working on is for my honors history class, and we had to we had to basically like join the discussion or start a new discussion on a topic that we found interesting and i decided that i was going to talk about the hypocrisy in like whole like xenophobia and like anti-immigration sentiment because like xenophobia that's the sat words if you all you know what that is y'all go look it up <laughs> because the people that quote-unquote founded america did they weren't they didn't like they didn't just sprout out of the ground. Like they they left Europe and came to America, and then literally everybody after them was just like, "Oh, ew, you're not us, so you can't have the same rights." Ugh. So yeah, um, and then it's funny because like the people that founded America, quote unquote, are so like, like, what's it called? What's it called? Glorified. And in American history and in the eyes of the people and they teach them in schools like there's some kind of like angels or gods or something and like manifest destiny and all that stuff. It's his story. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, that essay is called The Land of the Quote-Unquote Free and the Home of Hypocrisy, by the way. Wish I could send it to y'all to read it. By Anissa Williams. <laughs> by me. Find it everywhere now on your local reading devices. I'm proud of that title because it has a better ring to it than the first one. Um, but but yeah, yeah, man, I I don't, like I say, it's, it's mind-boggling to me that, that people feel it necessary. It's like, I get, like, protesting, protesting, protesting is pro. No, I can't even say that, man. People it, have a like, right to protest. You have a right to protest. Like, if you feel like you've been, if you've been slighted or there's some injustice that's happening or, or whatever the case may be, like, sure, like, this is, this, again, at the end of the day, this is America. This isn't, you know, North Korea where they can take you and put you in front of a firing squad and Kim can be like, wait, I didn't tell you I was staying nose. You all didn't want to stay in nose? Well, guess what then? We can put you all in the Say no, it ain't North Korea. It ain't North Korea. I I get that. (laughs) (laughs) This is still America, and as an Amer as Americans, like you have the you you do have a right to to congregate. You do have a right to protest. You do have a right to voice your opinion. All I'm saying is, boss, just use your barbarous head. That's it. Just think. Pick your battles. Think. That's all you gotta do. Think. Think. The this this woman I see in the in the protest video, the woman say, "I wanna go get my hair fixed," but you know, morticians is fixed here too, right? <laughs> there's do hair. There's do makeup. There's pickle. Nice and preserved. There's pickled clothes and embalming fluid. Way better than Botox. <laughs> 
I just said. I just said. That's all they said. That's all they said. Like, like, fluid. Like, way better than Botox. Okay? Can't like, find nothing like it. All right? The Egyptians knew what they was talking about. I tell you, pull, okay? pull your nose out. Pull your nose out. Pull your brain out to your nose. But like Anissa say, pick your bottles, man. Just pick your bottles. At the end of the day, just pick your bottles. Like... What we have going on now is unprecedented. Literally, like, it hasn't been anything that's happened on a global scale like this that I can recall or know of. In terms of the the effects of it that's having on the economy, there hasn't been anything like this in America since the recession and before that, since the Great Depression. Unemployment numbers are at an all-time high. It's never been this many people that are out of work. Which brings me to something else. America is garbage when it comes to taking care of the people. Everywhere else in the world has some type of stimulus package where um, employers was able to still keep their employees on and they were subsidized by their local governments up to almost 80 to 90 percent of what their um what their um uh, personal expenses was america giving people 1200 dollars a time boss yeah. home of the free land of the brave it's gonna be rough out yeah. this 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 situation can vastly change the face of the world america and is I, a third world country in a gucci belt and <laughs> And that Gucci bed probably get by on Canal Street. <laughs> if if you know, you know. <laughs> like, think about it. Think about it, right? Like, America hasn't really been hot and popping since after the Cold War. Like, really, like, after that, it was just, we, like, America peaked in, like, the World Wars, like, World War One, World War Two, and the Cold War. And then after that, it just went downhill from there. And then, but America wants to still say it's the greatest. Wants to say it's first in technology, that it's the most free and the most accepting and all this stuff. Wants to say that it's just the best, that it is the best country. That's all propaganda. Wants to say that all the other countries don't treat their people as well, that, that there's all kinds of shady stuff going down in other countries. And it's just like, bro, like, you know how many homeless people are in America? You know how many first? You know how many billionaires are in America that could fix the problems that we have in this country? Bro, that's a topic for another day. Cause Bill Gates, which are trying to get everybody mass vaccination and thing, okay, talking foolishness. Wait, listen, topic, don't like, get no chip in your head. <laughs> you hear me? You hear me? Listen, no, 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 Don't get no chip in your head. Don't get no chip in your head. That's all I gotta say. Go ahead. This may be. A don't get no chip in your head. For another time, but like. You're talking about mass vaccination Literally. and all kind of other foolishness. <laughs> this could be a topic for another time, but the cost to actually end homelessness in America wouldn't cost the biggest billionaires even half of their income. They would still be billionaires and there would be no homeless people. You do understand that America literally just passed, for this stimulus situation, passed a two trillion Two trillion, you know what trillion is? With yeah. a T in the front of it. Mm-hmm. Stimulus package. Like you want you wanna see how quick it was? Like what baffles me about that is 
when everybody was talking about reparations for black people and talking to all the Democrats that was running for the the Democratic nomination, everybody was behooved and baffled. We don't where where will where will where we, we find, get the money? Where will we find the money for that? There's just how so many we, of y'all. How will we way, make that happen? Don't we make up like eight percent of the population? I think so. Yeah. So Total. there's so much of us, right? But like we make up eight percent of the population. But anyway, yeah. what else we got on the agenda? <laughs> what else we talking about? So we didn't talk about the people with the COVID nineteen. We didn't talk about the pandemic. We didn't talk America's about the people dying. America's dirty country in the Gucci belt. That's right. Listen, mm, that might be the topic. That might be the, that. That might be the name of the episode. Might be the name of the episode. What else we got on the list for today? Well, um, online school. I mean, I know I already touched on it in the go beginning. For, go for it. Right, but it's just like. Like, I, I don't want to sound spoiled or anything. You ain't spoiled? You want to sound spoiled? Listen, I know Mortis. I'm spoiled. Okay. I am spoiled. I was <laughs> right? I know it. I'm self-aware. I get it. I'm spoiled. Okay? Like, I have a good life. Right? Uh. But like, and I, and I go to a good school. Okay? And it's not like, and I only, and at least we've only had like one bad teacher every year. And some other schools have like five. Some schools don't have any good teachers. And some people are stuck with long-term subs. So I know, okay, I'm at a better place than some other people, all right? And I know that my problems don't always amount to everybody else. Minuscule. Does that the word? How you say the word? Minuscule. Yeah, that one right there. Guess I, wait, what, my guys? Them things don't come out sometime with my accent. Guess what, guys? Suffering isn't a contest. <laughs> okay? <laughs> suffering. I like, I like that. <laughs> suffering is not a contest. Everybody has their problems, no matter where they have Like I'm, I'm going to sit up and complain because I can't, okay? Sure, I might not have the most problems. I might not be out on the streets, and I might not be like a teen mom or whatever, but... What? But you got in the name of Jesus. So like, salt in the fire. experiences. Like, I don't have to go through hell to be able to tell y'all, like, what went wrong in my life and have somebody be like, and have somebody be like, oh, but this happened to me and this happened to somebody else and you should just be grateful for what you have. Like, yeah, I can be grateful and hate it too. But anyway, um, so online school for my school is, is a little, yeah. It's odd because you think about it and you think, yeah, okay, they're trying to do their best and they're trying to stay in contact as much as possible, but they're really not. Like, they say that they're on for office hours and they're not. You send an email and you think, right, okay, there's so many other students that are sending emails, but they don't get back to you till the next day. And it's kind of just like, well, this assignment was due four hours ago, but thanks for replying anyway. And it's just like, okay, there was a petition. Yeah, the people at my school. There was a petition that went around where kids were arguing that their grades shouldn't decrease below a C while this is happening. Your 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 fellow students started a petition. They started a petition. But children so different nowadays. So when we went to school, boss, mother flip. My teacher to take me. You don't go sit your <laughs> bumber ass down somewhere. Stop talking foolishness around here. But petition, I'll cut all your lip. <laughs> Say petition. You would get a petition. You had to do a petition. <laughs> but yeah, the people in my school they started a petition. Saying that our our grades and it's partition. I know, but y'all know that I, I got an accent. Forget y'all. It's put petition. Yeah, that too. Yeah. No, white it's true, true a partition. Uh huh. But I say petition. Yeah. 
They're two different dance. Okay. Keep talking, man. So, um, that, like, saying that this, while this is happening, our grades should not get lower than a C. Like, if, if our grades do decrease, then it should not be to a D or an F. Like, that, they said that basically it's not fair. Because there are students that come from different backgrounds that have different disadvantages, and like you can't accommodate everybody. Like everybody's struggling in their own way, and to have to add the stress of trying to pass a class on top of it is just cruel. I mean, for some people, um, pa- trying to pass a class alone is all the stress that they have, but it's stress enough. I mean, I had an essay that was due, and I I pulled an all-nighter. And I know that a lot of people, like, maybe that's an exaggeration, but I literally sat down at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and started the essay and did not go to sleep. I did not go to sleep. I finished the essay at 6, at six something the next morning. You have some stories about college, boss. I, I, <laughs> you have some stories about college. I finished the essay college. at 6 something the next morning, and then... I just checked my emails and logged on to class. Like, there was, like... And I mean, and some, like, they don't have, like, other people just don't have the right environments for this online learning. Like, some for some people, school is their only break for them from their families. For some people, they're not in a safe environment right now. So for them to have to, like, for them to have to try to deal with their home life and their school life all at once, and then also have to worry about the fact, like, some people have, like, strict parents, right? So if they have strict parents, their parents are worried about them passing their grades. Some people's parents are strict to the point that they're abusive. So if your kid is worried about passing class, okay, has to stay up late to finish the assignments that y'all are piling on, and also has to deal with the fact that they can't go anywhere, so maybe they can't focus at home, and their grades are slowly tanking, like, that's not, that's not going to do anything for their mental health. Like, how are they going to feel about passing a class with A's if, like, their brains are ruined? If their mental health is wrecked? If their emotional composition and brain chemicals is all out of whack? Like, I've been there. That's not fun. And it doesn't matter what grade you get if you're over here, like, in a fetal position at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning because you think that you're not going to get anywhere in life because you didn't write an essay exactly the way that your English teacher wanted you to. So, Mm. yeah. Um, Students in my grade didn't feel that the added stress of um, actual schoolwork should be added on to the stress of living through a pandemic. And so they started a petition. (laughs) Boss, I I could, listen, the biggest difference, I love being a parent. I love being a parent. I love my kids from here to high heaven. And the difference that I could visibly see between the kids nowadays and like kids like when I was growing up is I, I was never as articulate as Anissa is when I was 16. I can tell you now, but if it was a pandemic back in 98 and I was in school, <laughs> you think we just been talking about part- partition? <laughs> partition? Whatever you want to call it, where you better. Wait, listen. None of them teams was going to be in the forefront of my mind. All I was maintaining about back then was watching Dragon Ball Z, playing Madden, and getting outside. And I know we ain't supposed to go outside, but I was going to be outside anyway. But that's she brought up some some very valid points. That's that's a, it's a lot of serious things that, that she unpacked in terms of thinking about. Like, the stress that some kids are facing during this time frame is 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 different like not everybody like this this pandemic and the whole social distancing stuff and having to be inside and lockdown could be 
could be fine for people that are in the middle to the upper middle class to the 1%. But when you talk about people that are below the poverty line or people that the only time they... Or the only time they, they, they get a serious meal is when they do go to school or, or whatever the case may be. You know, I, I, we are not in, I can't, I can't speak to that, but I can only imagine, you know, what those situations would be like for somebody that don't have the resources or, you know, talking about online learning, like, there's a lot of people in America that don't have, and it's 2020, and this is going to sound crazy, but there's a lot of people in America that don't have access to, to high-speed internet. You're talking about Zoom, like you guys just do, y'all do Zoom calls, you know, you, you, you got to get on and, and do, like my youngest one, you got to do like eSpark and, and Google Classroom and, and all that other stuff, but not everybody have access to them kind of things, and like when you talk, when you start really like sitting on and thinking about it, like you take a lot of that stuff for granted because you have access to it and you could do it but there are people that that don't and it's just like if if you don't have those things like you already you i'm sure some of those people that didn't have access to the right resources were already struggling on passing classes were already struggling on passing classes when we were actually going to school like in person and now that that is taken away like it's harder from home it's harder from it's harder for everybody from home like, so it's not going to get any easier for the person that was already struggling. And it's not going to get any easier for the people that actually need, like, hands-on, like, help from their teachers. Like, you can say that you'll be able, you'll be available for emails, but like I said, a lot of the times the teachers don't get back to us till the next day. They don't get back to us, so we've already, like, freaked out about the problem for hours. We're not going to sit up waiting for the response. We have to sleep, too. Like... It's not gonna, and so yeah, they started a position saying that, you know, grades shouldn't drop too low because of all the students that had disadvantages, and um, I signed the petition um, because I, that is tr- it's very true. Like, it's very true. I probably would have signed a petition too. Like, I mean, a lot of people probably signed it for selfish reasons, you know, so that they could just slack off and not have their grade get below. That's seat. probably why I would have signed it too. <laughs> I just being honest. But like, I wasn't the best student in high school. <laughs> I I don't have problems with getting C's in my classes. I don't have problems with getting only, C's. Only only when she won't get C's. <laughs> ever ever so often. And Issa, what happened, y'all? Yeah, you know. No, I don't okay. know. I, I, I just ain't turning in eighty percent of my homework. That don't happen often. My, she 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 is a great student. The only times that I've gotten C's in classes have really been because I didn't turn in homework. Like, that's really, literally what happened. Like, my test scores have been fine, my participation in class has been great, and I just didn't do the work. An habitual the dog ate, ate my homework situation. I mean, I never said that the dog ate my homework. I mean, I pretended to look for it countless times. <laughs> um, I said that I said that I left it at home on several occasions. Um, and I even, there was one time where, like, I, I'm gonna. I feel bad for this, but there was one time where I basically went. Yeah, my parents went on a date night. I have three siblings. I don't know what I'm going to do. Just bust us with butter flip dress. So, um, 
So yeah, there have been times where I've been like, yeah, I have I have three younger siblings. If y'all wanted me to get this done, y'all gonna have to work like y'all gonna have to wait like one to two business days. <laughs> Amazon shipping. Hey, but but honestly, like I could I could respect that. That's one of the things that I admire about your generation is that you guys have. You guys, not only do you have the the um, vernacular and and the wherewithal to express yourselves in the way that you do, um, you guys are also very in tune in terms of what's going on. Um, in my generation, I don't. I feel that a lot of that stuff was really suppressed for us. Like we didn't have the voice or had the capabilities of speaking out as much as you guys do. And like I said, at the age of sixteen, boss, if something like this happened when I was sixteen, like in a way I was been thinking about, oh, you know what? There are other people that's probably in lesser situation that ain't get their grades. But what? Come from mommy talking foolishness, y'all. Like, break put Dragon Ball Z on again. <laughs> I just saying, but I, I, but that's 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 a very valid point. Very very much so. Very valid point. Now I will say that even as you know, I'm being all activisty and stuff, and stressing about school. Assalamu alaikum, salam salam. The time that I have had to do absolutely nothing has been heavenly. <laughs> <laughs> Get away, Dev. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, you guys. Okay, so like you know how Hulu was like, oh yeah, we'll be free for a month, cause like that's how long we're gonna be here, just a month, right? Um. <laughs> so it's I decided, on what a month and a half. I decided two to take months? the opportunity, right? Since Hulu was so generous in being free for a month, that I was gonna start binge watching stuff. What you been binge watching? Um, the thing that I have been binge watching is. RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Guys, I am living, okay? RuPaul's Drag Race is the show, alright? Thank Season you, Lord Jesus. She's a show. I thought she was about to say something best. Season 3, okay? Like, like, Okay, okay. I know, I, I know just season three and like there's already been like two other shows that have to do with it. RuPaul's like Drag Race All-Stars and all kinds of stuff, but I'm just starting, okay? I'm just starting. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna need y'all to cut me some slack, all right? And the first episode, Bibi Zahara Benet was my girl, all right? And I'm glad that she won because she deserved it. She was the queen. Essence, royalty, regality, all of it. She had it. She I, got it. I it don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I'm I'm a spectator at this in this point. I, okay. I don't know. I don't Miss know. in the second season, Miss Tyra Sanchez, the other Tyra, she was awesome. Alright? In the beginning of the season, sure, she was a bit mean and what, catty. What is okay? happening right now? <laughs> she was a bit catty. Where am I? Right? She was a little distanced, okay? She was mean and she said things that she didn't need to say. What is show me and turned it out. RuPaul's drag race. RuPaul's drag race. Okay, yeah. boom. We got a plug for RuPaul. Paul's Drag Race. If y'all didn't see it, go check it out because apparently Anissa love it. She done binge watch how many seasons? Um, I'm in like um close to the end of season three. There Boom. are like five she or done, six She done binge watch two seasons and two and a half seasons in RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, um, and I didn't start at the beginning of the pandemic, by the way. Oh, um, you, she I was started, watching this before the pandemic. No, 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 no. I mean, I didn't start watching RuPaul's Drag Race until April. Oh, oh, you see, you got plenty of time. You got, you got, oh, oh, okay. I didn't, I. You need, to, you need some more extracurricular activities, is what I hear. 
That's all I hear. All I hear just now, what you say, is you need some more extracurricular activity. Because hold on, let me let me look. It is what what month it is? Twenty seventh of April. Okay. And I started in the beginning of April, and I've gotten through two and a half seasons. How many how many days in a week? Seven, two is a fourteen. The episodes seven trees and twenty one. On average, like forty three minutes long, and um, there are tomorrow you make the. And around there are around four, four. twelve or thirteen episodes per season. Um, so forty three times thirteen, I guess forty three times thirteen. Give me a second. Give me a second. Three times three. It's not three times four. It's twelve. <laughs> <laughs> it's three. It's three. It's good charter school it's education coming coming in coming into play. Okay, so that's. 559 minutes, I think. I ain't cross-checking no mind, buddy. No, do it. It's 43 th- times 13. Mm, it's too late in the morning. No, tonight. 43 times 13. 559 559 minutes. Minutes. That's 559 what she said. minutes that I have grace. spent watching. What, buddy? Okay, what else? What other topic? I well, I actually, I don't that I don't, was I don't one season so five hundred and fifty nine minutes times two point five two and a half because you halfway through the third season I watch RuPaul's Drag Race or RuPaul I I don't I don't yeah, RuPaul like RuPaul yeah RuPaul's been anything for a minute um Ozarks. If you ain't watch Ozarks, go watch Ozarks. Some people say Ozarks boring, but if you think Ozarks boring, then you just you can't think for yourself. Something wrong with you. Use your brain. It's an intellectual show, and they kill people, and they wash their money. That's all you need to know. Um, what else did I watch? Um, all American. Oh now, my God! Listen. Oh, oh no, 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 no! You don't talk, but you will play drag race and you come none. No. This is a this is a very sidebar. This is a sidebar. This ain't something we normally do on this show. This is a sidebar. You just talk. How much do you need me to run this back for you? You just run for a good, a solid five minutes. But I you to watch two and a half, almost three season of RuPaul Drag Race in a matter of two weeks. Okay? You you ain't gonna take this for me. That's what you do. All American. Now, I know that All American may be a TV drama. Not, not even a TV. teen TV drama. Netflix teen, teen, teen drama about some kids in high school and your boys play football. And that. But, but listen. It's the show. That show? It was in the top 10 for a reason. I ain't listen to all that. That show is a slap. That show is that show good. Watch the show. If you ain't watch it, go see it. So, so yeah, and the stands I see in the show is like, but I've been, I know where it is. So Ozarks, All American, and then last but not least, Manhunter. If you ain't see Manhunter, Manhunter also on Netflix. Manhunter is about these two FBI agent, right? Where they was established this back in the 70s before they come up with the term serial killer and they get out and they investigating like people that did multiple murders and all that thing i won't get too graphic because i ain't trying to put a mature reading on this episode still but go look at it um one of the things i really like about it is in the second season they did this whole series about these murders that happened in atlanta back in the 1970s hbo also have a documentary on it where almost 27 
kids got murdered by the serial killer and he ain't, he ain't get charged with none of them so there's a documentary on hbo about it and that's all i got there's a documentary on hbo about it manhunt is a series but that's what i really been binge watching okay. outside of that yeah. ain't really been much uh, much else oh 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 Jordan got a Jordan got a documentary series too on ESPN, The Last Dance. Okay, but also speaking of docu series, um, the docu series about 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 why am I forgetting? Her I name? know. You watched it. Mm-mm, I don't why, know what I'm about. Why am I forgetting her name? Oh my goodness. Um um um, Madam C J Walker. The docu series about Madam C J Walker. That is the show. That's a good joint too. That yeah. is a good We binge watch that in one afternoon. Yes, one afternoon. Um, it is a mini series. There are only like four episodes. I think it's more than that. But they were no, there were four. They, they they only felt like long because they were over an hour, all of them. Oh maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> okay, we we way off topic. What else we got for the day? <laughs> what else we got going on? I think so. We're we talk about, about the we talk we talk about the about pandemic. Lockdown. We talk about the quarantine. Yeah, we talk about the crazy about people the outside picketing and they can dead because natural selection can come and get them and, and carry them because they stupid. Um, hey, another thing too. So understand this, right? The last this is one of the topics we get too, and I, I was kind of thinking about this because I was on Twitter and people was talking about it a little bit. I almost guaranteed during this time frame, like coming out of this, this can be a next baby boom. Yes. Definitely. 100%. It's weird for me to talk about, but. Hey, I thought about it, you know. Yeah, that's that's definitely gonna be a thing. The boomers, happens. the boomers are dying, right? Then you had, I don't know, I'm about to go through the whole generations. The but millennials right now, the, the the millennials are gonna be the generation that's gonna create the next baby, the, the next, next baby. baby boom. Yeah. Cause come coming out of this situation, and and granted, no one really knows exactly how long this is gonna last. You have some states that's opening up, you know, Asian Orange, then give the autonomy to the governors in terms of what they could do individually today, to individually with each state, versus having a committee that oversees the situation and, and gives direct legislation across the board so everybody can be on the exact same page. You know, I ain't in government, and I know type of lawyer, but that just kind of makes sense to me. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we give the autonomy to each governor to kind of move and see and, and do things uh, as they see fit. Um, I I just forget my train of thought completely. I wait, I didn't know I was getting with that one. I sorry, sorry. I, okay. I I'm about to run this so, box. So millennials, yeah, that. Be, it's okay. Shut up, sir. Nobody actually you nothing. Okay. Millennials are going to cause the next baby boom. That's what I was talking about. Um. <laughs> This is either, this is true in two ways, but you can think about it. I think, okay, I feel like this is kind of going to parallel, um, like, the 1920s, kind of. Because, like, the whole thing was, after everybody came back from the war and the war was over, right? Like, there was a, a vast increase in divorce rates. Um, not for the reasons you think, and um, there was an, an unprecedented increase in population in like ten years. It jumped like millions, literally in ten years. So yeah, that was the baby boom, right? 
um, because people were coming back from war and people were, you know, leaving their mark before going out to war and, you know, wives wanted to stay in the workforce and husbands were like, no, you have to cook my meatloaf. And then... Um, <laughs> she is a historian, so she know a little bit more than I know. But, but um, yeah, so I feel like this time it's going to be like that, but not really. I feel like... In some in some cases, like of course, there's never there's not really a whole thing about oh the woman needs to stay home, but like there still is because you know people are sexist. Um, but like, eh, not so much. Not the biggest so the biggest thing I feel that is gonna come out of this whole situation is that nothing like. Th- I can't see the the world going back to what it was prior to the situation. Um, I was literally just online earlier today and looking at like gas prices, like. A barrel of oil is at negative, negative thirty dollars a barrel. They pay you. Listen, listen. Let, let me let me say this again. Negative. And if some of y'all don't know what that means, go look it up. <laughs> that ain't good. And no, I mean, maybe in the short term, but in the long term, not so much. Well, gas prices. Gas prices. Um, nationwide right now, I think it's like a, a dollar, a dollar ninety-three a gallon. I'm not an American, but when I first got to America, I think gas prices was a dollar twenty-five a gallon in the Midwest, and this was in two thousand and two. Gas prices have been this cheap since before the recession. Airline prices at an all-time low. Like I don't, I can't understand. Like I can't wrap my mind around the fact that when all this is said and done and, and everything dissipates and everything open box up um, and, and people are able to kind of like to go out into the world and move around as they see fit, like how are you going to be able to justify as a company that everything is going to boom, snap back to where, to where it was before? Like you, I don't. Supply and demand. <laughs> Supply and demand. I get that part of it. Supply and gosh, demand. Hey, y'all, TNC can never be what it was before. Yeah. In, in a certain sense, like there, there's a lot of stuff that's that's happening now that's gonna be the new normal. Mark my words on it. People, I feel like that even after this, people are gonna walk around wearing masks for a while. I think that that's gonna, yeah. You know who's gonna be wearing masks for a minute? <laughs> Diane Shevet, Teresa Pickering, son. That's his mom. That's his, his dear old mother, my I just, grandma. I just saying, boss, listen, ain't gonna dime to blame. I ain't about to be nowhere on no respirator. <laughs> yeah, um, but the whole baby boom situation is probably gonna happen because, I mean, I hate to put it this way, but people are bored. Um, <laughs> and yeah, let's move on from this topic really quick. <laughs> so, yeah, that, and, you know, everybody's home. Yeah. Um, but it's basically, it's a parallel of that whole situation about 100 years ago. Like, the population increased drastically over 10 years because um, people were home. And, and they was coming home for more. And wait, wait. I see that you've taken the breath and looking at the sheet to see where we can move on to. But I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. All right, Dr. Phil. And... <laughs> It's, it's funny because, like, the whole, like, employment situation. Okay, first, I feel like there's definitely going to be an increase in divorce rates because, let's face it, some people's marriages just aren't built for this kind of stuff. You mean they got to be open nose or this over 24 7 lodging? <laughs> I feel like, I mean, I feel like after this, 
just like it's still going to be a whole situation like maybe your significant other feels some kind of way about you being an essential worker and then having to be stuck at home and who like, tell you who tell you that you could be essential hmm you think this like because there are you know people that have egos um and insecurities and there are still people that feel some kind of way about their significant other making more than them so i mean thinking about like if the roles are reversed in some cases and your partner is a is an essential worker and you're just here kind of just existing you know <laughs> i feel like that it's that's gonna affect a lot of relationships um unless you can be you know the bigger person and get out of your feelings but hey emotions are high right now because people have enough time to be stuck with their thoughts and that's not fun either wait listen that's another thing too like all fun and jokes aside this is this 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 is a serious time for a lot of people um a lot of people deal with uh depression and anxiety and in a lot of mental illness but you check on your friends check on the people that you love check on the people that you care about if you're in that state of mind like try to you know disconnect for a certain period of time where they be you getting off of social media not listening to the news trying to just separate yourself like read a book go outside get some fresh air get some sun go for a walk stay six feet away from people like just but like times is dread like this is a situation that none of us was prepared for that's something that's happening globally on a global scale but you know we in this together at the end of the day like everybody gotta move as one and father bless them people that's out there protesting and feeling like you know they rights being trampled on and and, and they, they have a right to be out there and and they feel like um they need to protest because the, the government don't have a right to tell them to stay one but they cash them 1200 checks um and, and all that jazz like to each his own boss but like me for, for me and mine's like you know we can do our best to, to make sure that we straight and i hope everybody that's listening to this um i hope that y'all are okay i, I hope you all okay yeah I, I hope you all i hope you all doing what you all need to do i hope this is this been you know uh, some form of escapism you know we you know we had a crap couple joke and thing but it's at the end of the day it's not a joking matter it's serious. There are people that's in the healthcare field that's putting themselves out there on a daily basis on the front line dealing with what the situation is. There's people that's lost loved ones. I literally have a friend of mine that's that's back home in the Bahamas and, and I ain't calling no names because I ain't trying to put nobody out like that. That she lost her grandmother to this. She already lost uh, a senior partner in a law firm to this situation. The, the, it's serious like it's, it's a serious matter and for anybody that's out there that's not taking it as a serious matter whether you know you're just going out and congregating or going out and protesting or trying to defy you know the rules and regulations that that people put in place to try to make sure that these numbers dissipate and in this situation is is over and done with but I don't wish no harm on nobody. But nigga, at the end of the day, stupid is stupid does. Like if you play, you play the ass, then you know, then, then it is what it is. At the end of the day, the mortician them can make their money. Like I say earlier in the podcast, ain't nothing better than than embalming food. <laughs> but okay, it's it's interesting also to think about like how the art 
scene is gonna be impacted by this because every there's of course all like the ages and like literature and actual art and like dadaism and all kinds of things right like there's there are all those who, hold on time out whoism <laughs> dadaism yeah I never had it before but running about um, what that is I put Look you on this. I put you on the spot. All right, okay, cool. We can edit that part out. No, <laughs> no, we're not. But yeah, just look it up. I don't have the time to go over it. It's right cool. Now. It's cool. It's cool. But Anything? Like, I because art has art has changed in all of its movements based on like dra- the drasticness like of the time. Like at first, right before like the World Wars, right? Like it was ro- like, it was the Romantic era, and you know like people in like the Transcendentalist era, and people were really focusing on nature and getting back to nature and their connections with nature and all kinds of good stuff. Walt Whitman and all them people, they writing about their love of trees. Right, baby, talking about Walt Whitman. There was one dude that wrote like a whole poem about watching a war between two ant colonies. Which I had to read and analyze. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you do have a point. Like that's another thing with with situations like this that are that are tragic in in fast reaching and all that stuff. Like there are good things that do tend to come out of situations like this, whether it be wars or whatever the case may be. Like what happened after the the bubonic plague? I sure you know history well i mean not really because the bubonic plague was like 200 years ago but i mean kind of sort of but anyway like the, and and on top of the bubonic plague being 200 years ago it didn't necessarily like get everybody everybody i mean it only really wiped out a lot of the people in europe too badly you know like I mean, because they wasn't washing their hands, it was nasty. And throwing their their waste into the streets because plumbing wasn't a thing. Because y'all was nasty. <laughs> it wasn't their fault. The no, they was nasty. The it was their fault. They was nasty. So <laughs> wash your hands, goddammit. <laughs> wash your hand. Nani boongi. Like nani boongi. After World War Two, like every everybody was kind of just like disillusioned. Like the entire like whole like oh everything is so perfect and nature is so beautiful and the world is so grand. Like all of that was just gone, and then realism started to set in. I think we can get back. I think we can get back to that point. Like I honestly like I honestly believe in in this again just my belief. Things ain't never things. The thing the what it's gonna be it's gonna be like this right. It's gonna be a post. A pre-COVID-19 era and a post-COVID-19 era. Like, I don't feel that the world is going to reset back to what it was before. No. It is, it, it, this situation has been too far-reaching and too dramatic of a hit on a global scale for everything to reset and go back to what it was prior to the situation. But anyway, we didn't kind of touch on everything that we had to touch on. You got anything else to add? Well, college. We can get there next episode. <laughs> but this has been JMT Podcast for another episode. My name is Devon. I'm Anissa. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. We hope that this was, I mean, maybe not an escape, but entertaining enough to pass at least 57, almost 58 minutes of your time. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, if this is your first time listening, go out and check our previous episodes. We are streaming on all major platforms. That being SoundCloud. Apple, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify. Yeah. Um, we have a JMT podcast 
IG and Twitter account. Drop us a line. If it's something that you guys want to hear us talk about or address, feel free to let us know. We appreciate it. But we signing off. Peace. Sanitary. And chicken grease. Stay safe. Stay all awesome inside, boss. Like, just stay inside. If, if you're in a state where they tell you go outside, sure, go outside with social distance. And at least wear a mask, for the love of God. Jeez. All right, good night. Peace. Good night.